With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings. And welcome inside. Happy opening day. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And if you leave tonight with just one thing from the show, and we like you to take lots of things. Oh, yeah. Uh, Everybody really uh, jumped on top of the... uh, our Mariners' uh, prediction from last night. Yes, but, po- some positive, some not yeah, so much. But that's all right. But let me say this. If you take away one thing from the show tonight, Huge one thing from the boner. show, one thing, you will know just how hard Jacob deGrom got hit today <laughs> in his first start for the <laughs> Texas Rangers. He got hit incredibly hard. More extra base hits than he's given up the last three years. And it worked out perfectly. I didn't know what I was rooting for. Rooting for DeGrom to just blow chunks. Ah, but the Phillies are going to win. No, I want DeGrom to blow chunks, and I want the Phillies to lose. No, it's a good parlay. Boom! Boom! Your two-ticket parlay it. just came I through. I got it! What do they call it? The same game parlay, right? It. That was yes. the promotion all year. Let's yes. go. And here's, and here's, here's, here's the most telling part. Now, here, this is, this is dry. Here's the most dramatic part. Yeah. Um, the Rangers have just wasted one of DeGrom's 12 starts this year. 
So just, I mean, think about that for a second. Think about that. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, pretty brutal. Three and two-thirds, six hits, five earned runs, Mm. a wild pitch. Mm -hmm. Ah, that terrible outing. Mm -hmm. And and you're all chesty because the Mets win. My beloved White Sox just finished off a a game against the Astros. If anybody sees the ball that Jordan Alvarez hit in the ninth inning, uh, if it lands in your house, please uh, take a picture and let us know. And right now we've got a mariachi band. And as they get ready for Dodger Stadium, they're, I guess, going to have like nine guys come out to throw a first pitch. Yeah, Fernando Valenzuela is coming out to throw the first pitch. Eric Gagne is coming out to throw the first pitch. Your nemesis, Oral Hershiser, is out there. He loves you. He hates you. He loves me. Hates you. Hey, is uh, Sandy Koufax? He comes out to throw the first pitch. Do we get Koufax here too? I think Fernando's throwing it out. Think Fernando is? Okay. All right. I get it. So just those three guys? That's it? For okay. a minute, I thought, uh, all right, what do we? What anniversary are we uh, hyping up here? And then Fernando comes out. Look so. at that, Fernando Oral Hershey, Oral Hershiser, who of course is in a suit and tie because you know I, I do the pre and post for the Dodgers. Where so the hell did they there. find Gagne? I don't know, man. I can't believe that's actually. I like he's leaning really mean there. Yeah, I'm like is that yeah, really what happens when you? Uh, I mean, well, you work out in the post career, no, but he looks like he's from the future. He's wearing a black turtleneck under. He kind of looks like Steve Jobs a little bit. I, I'm like, <laughs> Too oh, soon. No, I, well, I'd say kind of looks like him. I'd say kind of looks like him. It's not him. Here comes Dempsey. It's Was it just him, the obviously. commemorative black turtleneck? Yeah, that got I don't you? know. Yeah, Rick Dempsey rolls yeah. out. Dave Roberts Where's is going to pull Strawberry? Oral Hershiser out of the game right now. Oh, he's going to pull him from throwing the first pitch. Dave Where's Roberts is going to do that. Oh, Strawberry. It's a home run. <laughs> Dave. Oh! Wow, Mike Sosha is coming wow. out. Look at this. And they got gloves on. Like they, you know, he was working hard in that Simpsons yeah. episode. Yeah, they, they all look like dads at the game with gloves. You know, because <laughs> Sosha's wearing blue jeans, of course, it's Mike Sosha. And he's got a baseball glove, and Dave Roberts has a glove. He probably said, hey, somebody got a glove I can wear. Want to have a catch? Uh, you want a glove? I'm a lefty. Come on, you know me. I'm a lefty. Let me have it. So now all these players, apparently, that just came out are going to catch the first pitches from Hershiser and Gagne and... Oh, wait, what was coming Karen out now? Bass. Oh, Mayor Bass is coming out. Look at this. Handing out balls Whenever to everybody. Whenever you can get politics in on yeah. opening day, that's well, the way to go, you know? Well, listen, I mean, really, you wouldn't, that's what, this is where the mayors <laughs> all want to be, right? That wasn't, wasn't, uh, that's the high point, right? What, what, didn't, didn't New York City Mayor Eric Adams say on TV oh, today oh, that yeah. he was happy to be at Yankee Field? Yankee was that what Park, it was? I think. Yankee Park, yeah. yes. We're at Yankee Park. That's Yankee good. Park. Uh, so, yeah, so all these Dodger legends throwing out the first pitch as we get ready for game one uh, of the regular season. I believe Roberts just caught Gagne's pitch, probably okay. because, hey, Gagne could probably still throw. Hey, maybe Gagne comes out of the pen tonight. Well, I thought Fernando at this point in his life could be a pretty crafty junk baller, lefty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just and watch that ball just slide and slip might and dip all to, over the plate. Might be able to get it out or two in today's uh, Major League Baseball. See, this is how good opening day is. This is the excitement of opening day. We'll get to the pitch clock in a second and everything else. But this because I'm this excited despite the fact that I am already coming to grips with the fact that I don't ever expect to see Justin Verlander pitch for the Mets this year. <laughs> I, I, I've it's already a final, got, but uh, they say it's a, quote, minor no, no, injury. It, it's a, now, here's the thing. It's really minor. It's, a, it's, a, it's supposedly a minor injury. Justin Verlander, last year's Cy Young winner, uh-huh. uh, new on the injured list yeah, new with a muscle strain in his pitching shoulder. He's mm. going to be reevaluated in a week. They say it's not the best 
case uh-huh. scenario, but probably the second best case scenario. It's not the best case scenario. <laughs> yeah, if it was yeah. the best case scenario, his ass would have been on the mound. The uh, <laughs> the muscle in question is the Terrace Major. Ooh, I think. Which also, I wasn't that. Wait, wait, wasn't that? Uh, I think that wasn't. That was one of the. That was one of. Hang on, that was one of Thanos's minions in the Avengers movie, right? With just one of those people. It was. I'll take it from your corpse. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. It was not Mon Mothma. Uh, what was Mon Mothma stars? No, what was? What was his name? What was his name? Oh. Yeah, but the kid's seen more movies, and he blows him out to uh, uh, Ebony Maw. Ebony, Ebony Maw. Right? You got it. Ebony yeah, Maw and and Terrace Major, right? That was the other guy. That's good. I think that's what yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, there he goes. So I'm this happy, despite the <laughs> fact I already know. Hey, he's going to be reevaluated in a week. He's going to keep throwing. He's never going to pitch for the Mets. It's it's never going to happen. And I'm this happy on opening day. But the beauty of it is, you got the W. Yeah. Julius Randle's hurt. We'll get to him. Uh, stop with that. Uh, no, let's do positivity. So we positivity. get a hat trick. Well, the positivity, you're saying this guy's never going to pitch for you. Well, but that, and you're trying to put a happy I'm face sta- on Yeah, it. but I can't, it's tough to put a happy face on no Julius Randle for the first round of the playoffs. That would be very, well, very difficult. But you're you're trying to put it on the fact that Verlander is hurt, and it's just a minimal injury. Yeah, look, I'm feeling really good if it's positive. I'm, I'm, but I'm here's look. the beauty of it. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go even brighter than you, mm-hmm. Mr. Brightside. Sure, is that you Jacob got, Degrom really got shelled? Yeah, well, he really got. Shelled. Well, I was gonna say your owner was walking around the park <laughs> and he had hundred dollar bills just falling <laughs> everywhere, so he can go find another pitcher really fast if he needed well, to. Well, that's the other part of it with Verlander is that you know you can't miss what you never had, right? So I mean, it's like okay, I have, not like Verlander. Hey, is coming off the Cy Young with the Mets. It's that's okay. True. I as a Met fan, I understand. Disaster always lurks right around the corner. And I didn't you don't think need it would him be to opening day. Anyway. I didn't think it would be opening day. I didn't think it would be in the lead up. I didn't think it would be just in a bullpen session, but this is how it works. Dude, I told you months ago, Jason, the guy was a bum. But that oh, just stop. Let's stop with that. So uh, I'm, I'm, this, despite the fact that this is going on, I'm feeling really good. But it's funny, right? We're, we're getting ready for opening day. We're exchanging the texts as we do always. And, and here's some cool stories and, and different things to look at for opening day and everything else in the sporting universe. And then this hits the wire. Yeah. I go, really? Yeah. Just like that. And and I triple checked to make sure it was a legitimate account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because we're in that day and age. We're getting Especially there. when you Another got a bunch weeks. of places that aren't going to pay for their check marks. Another two weeks, you're going to see yeah, all kinds of crazy stories. Away. No, they, April 1st. Uh, no, April 15th. <laughs> April 15th. It's the 1st. Nah, it's the 15th. You sure? just, you the just first watch. This is going to have all sorts of other stuff. You just There's watch no how question. many people fall for fake Schefter and fake Woj after the, after the blue check marks go away. You wait for that. But no, but the thing is, is usually for the Mets, it's in June when things go bad. Last year, I'm like, okay, it went bad in September. September. This is, yeah, this is, you know, two hours before first pitch. Yeah, but now you're a scrappy underdog. Two hours before first pitch. Oh, yeah. The guy we just spent a ton of money on to replace Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, we don't know. The Terrace Major injury. Uh, Okay, great. That's great. Anytime I hear that, just the phrase Terrace Major doesn't sound good. Well, uh, that's or is it. it tears, man? Tears, tears. Well, tears. but it used to be the the torn labrum was your, the bane of your existence. Yeah, as soon yeah. as the labrum came into mix, this is a low grade muscle strain near low the terrace grade. major, or that could be a um, it could be a uh, um, a constellation. The terrace. That's kind of that's what I was thinking. You know, you get to the constellation, you're walking home, and and sometimes here in L.A., say after a rain like tonight, you might actually be able to see stars. Mm. You could normally see TJ Ursa Major. This is Terrace Major. Instead of the sky, it's inside Justin Furlander's body. 
TJ. You might be able to count stars. But I but I'm happy. Oh, I am counting stars. Uh the Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the tirerack.com studios. Tirerack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over ten thousand recommended installers, tirerack.com. The way tire buying should be. So with all this pageantry of opening day, we saw so many big games, so much so much fun to break down. The big story across the board has been now we have the pitch clock. And we had numerous pitch clock violations. Marcus Stroman of the Cubs became the first pitcher to commit a pitch clock violation. He'd go down in the record books for that. Congratulations. Uh, you had Jeff McNeil get a strike called on him <laughs> for the Mets because Pete Alonso didn't get back to first base in enough time following a foul ball. Which I'm like, is that really the spirit of the rule? I mean, come on, is that really the guy didn't get back to first base, no, if it, running back after foul ball? Come on, man. All right, sir. But you should have gotten a Goldberg spear <laughs> for calling that. But the main <laughs> thing is, come this. on, we've seen it, and the impact. We told you the biggest impact was going to be us watching the game, and in a big change from from the exhibition season till now, there are many camera angles we see where I go, you don't see the pitch clock. It's almost like they decide, hey, Obscure if we do it. it, it's going to be really bad. It's. I told you, it would it would change. If they showed the pitch clock, you would never watch baseball the same way again. But now in almost all the games, I've seen it where the pitch clock is not on camera, not on screen. So now, okay, so, the, so watching the game, that's fine. You have to basically just go along with the play-by-play, which I think is a great call. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great decision. And honestly, I expected way more today with the pitch clock. I expected way more. I expected violations regularly in every single game. I expected four or five or six in every single game we saw. And that was one of those situations where, oh boy, is this what's going to... No, no, no. Okay, so we had a few high profile, but as we told you, players are going to get used to this pretty quick. Well, they have to. They're going to get they're, used they're to it pretty fast. They'll yeah. work to a different clock and... If baseball in a, in a month can look at it and you've really shaved off 20 to 30 minutes of yeah. game time and you force the action, because right, the other part is the more important. The time of game doesn't matter. It's the fact that you had 10 minutes of inactivity with guys, you know, adjusting their crotches uh, and stepping out of the batter's box, eating half a bag of seeds before setting <laughs> back in. But the idea is that we're putting the ball back in play, no shift, everything else. And if that is where we get to, to where it's a more entertaining, even if it is three hours, right? Because you had a couple of slugfests today. Yeah. That aforementioned uh, Rangers game or go to that Baltimore-Boston game that went on forever. Some exciting stuff going on there with the young O's team. But if you if you get the activity, then the time doesn't matter, right? Time flies when you're having fun, they say. Yeah. It's, it's only when you're sitting around watching a clock. When's it time for yeah. lunch it, that it becomes a problem? The, the sweet spot for a game, two and a half hours is, is a little bit too brisk. Two hours, 45 minutes, as long as you're around there, that's mm-hmm. fine. If you're under three hours, that's great. And so far, it's been a pretty big success, and they'll get used to it pretty quickly. This is not going to be something where, oh, there's a. It, it's as as I expected it to be worth. The worst was always going to be the first the first game. Well, right? that was but, always going to be the but worst. You also thing. have the aces working, which is going to be different because they're going to be better. So yeah. I, so it's going to take some of the mess away. Because yeah, you the got other, the best, except for DeGrom. But you have uh, the other guy. And, and Verlander, who's hurt. Uh, 
Ah, I see. That was funny. And now, see, now, I'm, gonna, now I'm gonna punch you. And then and I hit you in I'm the kidney. And now I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna rip, stick my hand in like Indiana Jones, the Temple Doom, and grab your heart and show it Whoa. to you. I'm gonna Spoiler show it to you alert. and throw it down. How about that? What are you I, doing? That movie's that movie's pretty old. Movie's pretty yeah, but old. the new one's coming out. Oh, that is true. That is true. Oh, by the way, you want to see Harrison Ford in something? Unbelievable! This is the best Harrison Ford has been in something in years. Yeah. I want to say like twenty uh-huh. years in shrinking. Say it, yeah, yeah. Like he's never been this good. This is his best. This like, is best acting job ever. Because this is like one of the first times I've ever seen him act like he actually wants to be in the show. Like normally he's in movies. Like I really don't want to be here, but it's a big payday, and no, I'm no, a big no, he star. He loves so these I, people. Yeah. No, I, he, he's like he really wants oh, to yeah. be in it. I yeah, it's really amazing. For those that haven't seen it, it's on Apple Plus. Oh. It is uh, first season is done and out there. It's fantastic. I oh. heard that. Plane crash scene at Santa Monica Airport was epic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They cut that out. They cut that out. They put in something new. They put in something new. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Dodgers Diamondbacks uh, 2-2, top of the fourth inning. Meanwhile, in front of friends and family in Oakland, notice there has not been a lot of crowd shots uh, at this game. Uh, Shohei Otani no, 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 and the Angels. Days. Tied nothing, nothing with the A's currently of Oakland. I guess I gotta say currently Oakland A's, right? Currently, yeah, currently Oakland A's. Soon to be Vegas. Uh, so yeah, they could. Yeah, look, they could move in the middle of the season. Like I would not be surprised to wake up one day and go, "Oh no, now they're playing in Vegas tonight." Oh, okay, great. Well, it's like when uh, the Colts moved from Baltimore. Yeah, just in the middle Same of the night. Yeah, but they here's the moving truck. Yeah, but they did it in the yeah. off season. They're gonna do. They're gonna do it like we finish a homestand and then we're we're, we're gonna start a new homestand. Well, That's how I mean, it's you can go. get stuff done quickly in Vegas with construction companies and. Uh, Contractors and well, inspectors. If, that is true. If you take care of business properly, that is true. They're going to play home games in that sphere. <laughs> no, that's cool. And then Bono and, and the Edge are going to show no, no, up and play gonna, a few tunes for them. They go all the way to the top of like Ghost Bar or wherever. We're, no, we're going to play the top Ghost Bar. I um, remember that being the big deal. But yeah, they show up for bobblehead nights. That I can yeah, tell you. They will. They will. Yeah. But let me just say this because I feel we you know we need to say this because it is opening night. Shohei Otani in the fourth inning against the A's. Yeah. Has thrown 41 pitches, so his pitch count is a little high. He has not given up a base hit. Well, then. He walked the opening batter of the game, and he has gotten outs down the row. He now has five strikeouts as he pitches in the fourth inning. No hits allowed. Jason. For Shohei Otani. Yes, Frostburg. He actually did give up a couple hits, but they took him back because the Angels wanted to keep him. You know, he actually asked for them to be taken back. I think that's what happened. I think that was yeah. a foul ball. Yeah. <laughs> it went over the, the fence. Wall. Yeah, it was over Angels the Angels are protesting all every hit tonight. <laughs> no, but you've got – it's funny because you got the Angels. Last hour we were talking about Artie Ooh, Moreno boy. and, you know, looking into possible sales and prices. And just like that, you – There we go. Look Ed. what you did. Way no to more go, no Smith. Look at that, huh? Look at me. You're a hateful, hurtful man. Hey, I'm affecting things. How you uh, can never you? go to Disneyland again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, I can't. Sam, but that's the thing, right? He didn't get the price he wanted for the Los Angeles mm-hmm. Angels of Anaheim. That Los Angeles tag didn't really work out no, for him it didn't. from a branding perspective. Like Los thought, Angeles right? area. Los Angeles area. Anaheim. That sub area. sandwich now, Jason, is going to take an hour to get to your seat after that. <laughs> uh, Diaz with a hit. That breaks up the no-hitter. Edwin? Uh, stop. Oh. David Robertson was <laughs> nails today. Stop that, Frostburg. Uh, we will have Did more he come out to Narco? Baseball. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, can you do us a favor? We really invested heavily in this song. Can you make that your walkout song? Uh, it really hasn't been my song. No, I was, know, I know. But can you just, just take Narco, please? Can we you signed just do a that guaranteed a deal with this guy. We, look, we got to pay him whether we play the song or not. I'd rather just I'd rather just play the song. We need the fans to stand up. <laughs> I mean, what's your walkout song going to be? Uh, sunshine, Lollipops, and Rainbows. Okay, we're going with Narco. <laughs> the sunshine lollipop. Nicely done. Uh, now, we'll have more baseball coming up in a few minutes. John Paul Morosi was at opening day at uh, Yankee Field. Yeah. Yankee Park. Yankee Park. Yankee Park, right, according to Mayor Eric Adams. Yankee Park. Mayors. Yeah. Yeah, get the politicians out there. That's always good for business. But if you are ready for an NFL draft hot take, we have one for you. Today was Anthony Richardson's pro day. Florida quarterback who, look, he's, you know, he's, he's seven feet, six inches tall. He weighs 375 pounds, and he can run a 4-140. Uh, everybody's darling because of the physical skills that he has. Right? And, he, and he threw a football over a mountain. He did. He did. He, he did. And, and they would have won, won state if that happened. Uh, look, we talked about him in the beginning of last year. His tape isn't great but he projects so well to the next level that Richardson became one of the quarterbacks we were talking about going high in the draft. Yep. Now, the end of the season, it went, well, it's Bryce Young and it's C.J. Stroud, and here comes Will Levis, and probably Anthony Richardson will be a first-round pick. And now there's always one guy that rises, rises, rises. And it seems like, for whatever reason, the Bryce Young is not what people – he doesn't have the the image that we thought he'd have because of his height and his weight, and it already looks like that the Panthers are wavering off of him at number one. And maybe C.J. Stroud is their guy. But I'll tell you what, you want a big, bold prediction. Today at Anthony Richardson's Pro Day, he did everything you wanted to see him do. He threw short and was be, was very accurate. That was the big question. Can this guy be accurate short? Because we know he can throw the ball long. He threw one pass in and hit the scoreboard, uh, trying to throw it deep because he was in such a, a small area. Um, he did everything he wanted. He ended with a backflip. And I'll tell you what. Um, when it comes down to it, he's going to go number one overall in the draft. Yeah, it's not we, going to be Stroud. We talked about that a bit, though. It's not going to yeah. be him. He's going to be the guy that goes number one, despite the fact that maybe he's a little bit of a project and needs, needs to, to do some th- certain things and clean up, but his ability that he has physically that the other guys don't, this is his time to shine. Now, right or wrong, because I never like it when teams decide, oh, I'm going to ignore the, the three years of tape we have on this guy and go by how he's measured at the combine, which is what teams are doing with Bryce Young, which is a mistake, but we see it every year. And the same thing's happening to the inverse now with Richardson. Okay, was his tape that great? Eh, his tape was good. He, he certainly had a lot of wow plays, but overall, eh, he got figured out a little bit. Um, now it's like that's out the window, and it's all about what we've seen the last couple weeks, his insane numbers at the Combine, how he looked today in his pro day, finishing with a backflip. Everybody loves his attitude. He's got a very infectious attitude as well, and teams are going to fall in love with him. And when you are in a year now where there is no longer really a lockdown number one guy, because Bryce Young was was that guy he'd be number one in my book but he's not because i and i got to deal with reality is that the teams no longer think he's a slam dunk number one in a year in which there's no consensus number one and you're kind of deciding when we get to the draft at the end of april he's going to be the guy because why am i not taking someone who has the highest ceiling that could be an absolute super duper star quarterback could be a blend of patrick mahomes and lamar jackson why am i not taking that guy he will go number one overall well i mean that's that's the big picture of the NFL draft, right? As you're you're evaluating as an owner 
as a GM and with your coaching staff, what's the long view? And are you going to be willing to take your lumps for a couple of years if this doesn't pan out right away? Right? Because when you, you go through with Bryce Young, and I know you've been enamored with him, how many quarterbacks have we seen great tape from for two, three years, and then it didn't transcend to the pros? Right? It didn't elevate, and their game stopped. And that was where they peaked, was that senior year or junior year, or whatever it was, before they came into the draft. And so in this pers- in this particular draft, now if you're drafting next year, you've got a couple of guys that everybody's salivating over and can't wait to get to that part of the process. Hell, we'll be doing that in week four. Oh, they projected the be a top five pick. What do you think they're going to need to do to go get Caleb Williams? That's what we're going to be doing very early <laughs> in the season. Kind of like an NBA squad that you know is going to be bad. Right? Anybody doing analysis like our guy Ryan Hollins for the Houston Rockets, they've been talking about next year's draft since October 1st. <laughs> and they didn't start playing until the end of the month. No. So it's the the idea here with Richardson is we watch it, right? He was a September Heisman guy. Yeah. Hey, right? yeah. you jumped on board mm-hmm. that wagon really hard and tried to drive it, and you drove it into the cliff as he completed <laughs> about 52% of his passes. And struggled and didn't have the best talent around him, which is very odd to be able to say about a Florida Gators team. But the reality is he's a guy with all the physical attributes, and we knew that, right? Today was today was a confirmation of everything you thought you knew. Yes, he completed a lot of passes to air. That's, I mean, so what? We knew he could throw a football over a mountain. Okay, he can do a backflip. I don't want him doing a damn backflip. <laughs> that's not helping me. In no yeah, but it looks way. cool, yeah, man. That's great. It looks cool. No, no. So he wins the day for the highlight reel because everybody's looking NFL, NFL. Don't talk about Rodgers and Jackson. What else is there? Richardson's pro day. Like I tell you, it does right or wrong. It doesn't matter. I can see what's going on, and he's rising. And Tepper wants to make a big well, he's splash. Been, he's been around right? there for for a bit. Everything I don't think he was that far off, but everything that is guy. working right. I how do I make that big? I made the big splash in number one, and now we make the splash to a evaluate quarterbacks and as much as they like cj stroud no 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 anthony richardson yeah but the big, they're gonna go with him but the big part is what what did they project to and where you try you're trying to hit the home run and if you're gonna go all the way up to number one to get that pick you you want a guy that splashed the other guys are known quantities like you said you got three years of tape this guy's still a we have no idea where that ceiling is and he may crash into it in week two no clue but if you're david tepper you made your money being a risk taker and calculated risks at that. You bring in Frank Reich. So in theory, you've already gone down the process of, look, you're going to get some time to work this out. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not going to be a whoever yeah, we get we at we're one. Started. We were excited. We're not, yeah. we, we got rid of DJ Moore. We got rid of McCaffrey midseason. All of these things. We got a nice base of defensive players or whatever. But we realize we're nowhere close to being a contender. And he gives you that excitement. So, you, you're excited about the number one pick at quarterback anyway, yeah. but you're overly excited for a guy with this kind of skill set, this kind of physicality, as fast as do. he is, as big as he is. I mean, this is like this is like LeBron coming into the league, well, and he's coming in with a football, with, with a quarterback-ready body. that, that he, he goes 245. He can lay those Cam Newton hits on defensive backs, and he can run around them. But I, I, mean, but I, but I, thought, know, the, but I thought the 205 was okay, Jason. <laughs> now you're, you're, now, you're, see, not, now you're 
no, no, no. See, now I'm you're not going asking Bryce Young to do you're that. You're going no, out no, no. small tied your mom No, no, no. I'm not asking I Bryce Young. Twenty-five. Look what hey, he's gonna Bryce do. Bryce Young. I don't want you. I don't want you on this side of the line of scrimmage. Everything is on this line. It's different skill sets, but to see this, it becomes it's impossible. It's impossible to stay away from when there's not that guy that you believe in at number one. He's going number one. The Panthers will make the big splash. It's going to be, we can't wait to see what this guy has. He's going number one. If he can get some uh, hint of accuracy, and that's something Frank Reich will be working on from day one if this does come to fruition, uh, Terrace Marshall for everybody. Just put him at the top of your sleeper list. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, it's been a hell of an opening day, and I can't believe the catch that Renfro just made in right field. If you remember that famous Kevin Mitchell catch where he was running to the uh, left field line and reached back with his bare hand to catch it, mm-hmm. that's the kind of catch that Renfro just made in right field. Watch this. He's going back. He's completely turned around. He just sticks his glove out with his back completely to the ball, and the ball ends up in it. He completely I butchered mean, the is, play and then I, saved himself. I can't understand how he made that catch. Because that oh, was my. awful. Otani is like, oh, Otani can't, can't believe how Hunter Renfro made that catch. I mean, Hunter Renfro turns, his back is completely to the play, and he just sticks his hand out and his glove out, and it falls into it. That's one of those, I always say, coaching the girls in softball, when a girl makes a good play, and one of the girls on my team looks at me and says, coach, I go, look in the other hand, you find a gold watch. That's what I've been saying, a play like that. Whew, joining us now on the hotline, I don't know if you had a chance to just see it, but we're going to talk all the big day in Major League Baseball with him. He is MLB Network Insider, who is at Yankee Park, Yankee Square Garden, Yankee Field. Uh, we got to talk to Mayor Eric Adams about that today. Uh, he was at the Yankees' 5 nothing win, watched Aaron Judge blast a home run in a game that took 46 minutes from beginning to end. John Paul Morosi. JP, what's happening, buddy? It was, I believe, uh, as the mayor would call it, the express frame. Mm. I think we could safely call it that based on the time of game. Very but, nice. Uh, yes, I, I would say this as well. Aaron Judge, home run on his first swing. Aaron Boone, uh, I, I spoke with him during the game on our MLB Network broadcast, and Aaron basically said that when Judge arrived at the dugout, his reaction was, Really? <laughs> <laughs> Which I think was everybody's reaction. So it, it's just... Judge is great for baseball. The the time of game in a lot of places today has been great for baseball. Yeah, we've seen some violations. There was even the somewhat unique violation in the in the Mets game where McNeil was assessed to strike because Alonzo was slow getting back to first base. These things will happen. But at the end of the day, we've seen a lot of crisp baseball. We've seen some 10-9 games today as well. But uh, what a great inaugural day of the 2023 season. Well, and here's the thing, JP, is that I'm in such a great mood with the opening day, so excited. I'm this excited knowing fully well I never expect Justin Verlander to pitch an inning for the Mets ever. I've already come to, you know, his injury, he's going to be out for a week. I've already, I've, already, I've already accepted that, hey, I may never see him pitch an inning, and it's okay because of the excitement of opening day. It's 
Jason, it, it's going to be okay, buddy. First of all, it is going to be okay. I promise. Now, now here's here's what I know from covering Verlander for a long time. He, he is very in tune with how he's feeling. He's also very honest when it comes to things like this. And if if he says that he believes he can find a way to get back before the end of April, uh, I. I tend to agree with him and, and, and put a lot of faith in that. I, I know Mets fans don't want to hear it. I know they're already scarred by, by Diaz not being there, and I get it. Uh, but I, I really think that Verlander will will find a way. Now, obviously, for every soon-to-be 40-year-old pitcher, it's not always it's not always smooth sailing, and, and, and I get that. But I, I, I really think Verlander is one of the more self-aware pitchers that I've ever been around to where he knows what he has to do to get his body ready to go. And if he has to take a couple weeks off to make sure that happens, I know the Mets don't want to hear that right now, but I, I think it's probably for the best. And I'm, I'm telling you, Jason, keep the faith. David Robertson looked very good today. The Mets won. They're 1-0 without Diaz. I still think this, <laughs> this season has a chance uh, to, to end around Halloween like you hope. All right. Very good. Thank you very much. Well, since Jason uh, put it out in the universe earlier, JP, that Verlander never pitches for the Mets. So you got that going for him. (laughs) Fatalistic to the end. Uh, There in New York, uh, let's go back to the Yankees, flip-flop back uh, to that side uh, of the equation. Uh, Volpe has his debut, has the jersey, Tops is doing some cool marketing and sales with the one-of-one and all. Uh, But crowd response, uh, you got to talk to him a little bit, uh, heritage on display and everything. Big moment for them, a 21-year-old that we weren't sure was going to make the roster, now smack dab in the middle of the New York frenzy. Remarkable story. And I'll tell you one one story that I shared uh, earlier today. His, His parents met uh, while they were in medical school, both grew up Yankee fans. They went on dates to the old stadium. And uh, Dr. Michael Volpe, it's, by the way, it's National uh, National Doctors' Day, so I wish uh, all the physicians out there a very happy National Doctors' Day, uh, which includes both of Anthony's parents, by the way. So Michael and Isabella. What did you get your wife? And, 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 and wait, and, JP, and, and your wife. wife. I can't yes, believe you put wife. her after Anthony Volpe's parents on the list of doctors. Was your gift so, going to Yankee so, Stadium for work? <laughs> I, I know. So here we go. So here we go. There, there are two... So I, I'm saved by a couple things. Number one, I've, I've already wished her a happy National Doctors' Day, number uh. one. And number two, number two, she's sleeping. So, so she's not she's – not, so I, I, can, I can confirm I am, I am home now. I got back from New York, and uh, basically I, I get home, knock on the door. Sweetheart, I'm home. Happy National Doctors' Day. She said, John – just be quiet. I know. I know you're going to talk to, to Jason and Mike. Just keep it down. Keep it down, okay? Keep it down. I'm trying to sleep. I'm a doctor here, and so yeah. So I, I've, I've already, uh, I've, I've already wished her a happy National Doctor's Day. But, Say, but damn it, JP, hey, I'm a doctor. Hey, happy, yeah, happy, I'm a doctor. Happy baseball day for you, John Paul. Hey, right, happy right. baseball yeah, day. Yeah. Well, when, do, when do we have National Sideline Baseball Reporters Day? That's what I want to know. When do we have that? When, when's National? When's National Baseball Punditry Day? I want to. I want a day for us. What's our day? Anyway, uh, so, so we were, we, I was talking to, to Dr. Volpe yesterday, and he said that they were at spring training, uh, and actually Anthony's sister, Olivia, was there as well, and, and they were there for the early days of spring training, and, and Olivia observes to her father very astutely, like, Dad, why are all these people in, in baseball uniforms here watching, watching the players 
practice. I mean, like you've got grown men and women wearing Yankee jerseys watching the Yankees just practice, like not even games yet. We're just practicing. Like, like why do people do this? And, and Dr. Volpe said in, in a way that like, like I could hear what he was going to say before he even said it to me. He said, he said, that's, that's us. Like we are these people. Okay. Like we, <laughs> we are the crazy Yankee fans who do this every year, regardless of whether your brother's in the uniform right now. Okay. Like we do this all the time. This is what we do. We are crazy Yankee fans. And so I, I think it really is. Uh, it's just special when you've got someone who clearly is of, of that group. He is a lifelong he wore Derek Jeter themed overalls when he was one year old. And there's just something that the journey and the improbability of anyone playing in the major leagues is obviously extreme. This is the unlikely of the unlikely of the unlikely. And now you do it playing the same position for the same team of your favorite boyhood team with your parents in the crowd on opening day. It's a beautiful day in New York. Like you line up all of these, how could this possibly happen? all on top of each other, and the response from the Yankee fans was rather extraordinary. The, the loudest ovation of anyone not named Aaron Judge belonged to Volpe, and it's because he's one of them. He's, he is part of the family, and, and I think that, to me, was, was pretty cool, that a place as big and as grandiose and as immense as the Yankees and what they represent in American culture, that, that there's still this notion of, like that's our guy. Like he's our hometown guy, and that that was to me a very, a very unique and a very uh, affirming moment of what the sport still means. John Paul Morosi, MLB Network Insider, with us, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. All right, JP, I got two things for you now. One, I, I, I need, I need, I really need you to dig deep on. One, I need your permission for. I'm going to kind of break your heart a bit, but 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 the first okay. things first. On a scale of one to ten, if one is a marshmallow. And 10 is a really, really solid, thick brick wall. How hard did Jacob deGrom get hit today? Like 15, yeah. 18, 25, 50? How hard did he it get was hit not, today? It was not his best work. And I believe, I believe the, the word that I'm searching for in assessing your reaction would be schadenfreude, meaning uh, joy at the misfortune of others, which appears to be the case. Now, I would, I would grant you that deGrom – pitched, of course, and Verlander is not pitching, and that was kind of the trade-off to Grom out, JV in, so that's on some level uh, worth mentioning. Yeah, but Because Verlander's right. healthy, right? He's the guy. Oh, you got to go with Verlander because he's the guy that stayed healthy his whole career. And yeah, that's how that Right. I, I, I get it, but yeah. for me, listen, DeGrom, he, he barely pitched this spring. He he at least was there at the outset in terms of he, he pitched, what, I think six innings. So he was able to come back by the end and get at least some work in the Cactus League, but not exactly what you were expecting for the first eight, nine weeks of his career. It was the delayed first bullpen, which we talked about, and then and then you have a, a very truncated and unimpressive first start. It's, it is a little bit alarming for someone who candidly has not been able to answer the bell for 200 innings in his career. So that's it's a legitimate concern, and, and Mets fans uh, probably looked at, at that box score and said, oh, this is going to be a very interesting start to the year for Jake in Texas. <laughs> All right, now, JP, now you're going to get a little upset with me for this, but I, but I, I feel the need because I believe it and I'm ready for it. 
the last nine years you've been with us, you've predicted the Seattle Mariners to go to the playoffs, yes. and you yeah. got it last year. Uh, I'm sorry. I had to predict. I didn't have to because I believe it. Last night, I predicted J-Rod to be the MVP and the Mariners are going to the World Series. So I had to take wow. your Mariners prediction and amp it up with by saying they're going to the World Series. I hope you're okay with that. Wow. Now that is awesome. I, I love that. Uh, first of all, I'm, I'm glad you know, to my family in Seattle. Got a lot of connections there. They were happy that I was right for once in my life. You know, for once in my life, I was right. Uh, it, it inspires me to sing a song about it almost. But uh, So I, I would say this. I, I've got them winning the division. I've got Toronto as your World Series champ. Um, but I, I, I really believe that Seattle, you think about Houston and Lose Verlander, McCullers is injured. There's been some other questions health-wise with them this spring. I like I like Seattle. Certainly, it's a really good pitching matchup tonight between uh, the Rock, as he is known, Luis Castillo and Shane Bieber. So, uh, but I'm I'm a believer right there with you. So I, I've got Seattle coming back to the postseason. They're hosting the All Star Game, which they last did in 2001, which was a remarkable year, of course, as you know, in the great city of Seattle for baseball. So I'm on board. I, I think they find a way to make it two in a row with one of the more exciting rosters in the sport. All right, I'm on board with you with the Blue Jays. So we got that. Uh, I'll ask you a general question on the the guys we're watching out for here in a second. Uh, but but does putting the Rangers uniform on take some of the superpower away from Degrom? Because history says uh, that usually doesn't work out well for pitchers. <laughs> well, I suppose I mean, Nolan Ryan is still like one of the Avengers, right? I mean, still to this day. I mean, so like Nolan Ryan. Yeah, that's a long time that. ago, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Although he could I'm, be, I'm, probably I'm, still be their the third kids. starter. Yeah. For the kids, check out uh, the Ryan Express uh, facing Nolan, by the way. Excellent documentary. I would yeah. highly recommend it. It was really well done. Um, but I, I would say that for me, it, it's the Texas right now in this ballpark is a better place to pitch than the old place. And they have built up a pretty impressive rotation based on their work during the offseason. So they know they had to redo their pitching. I don't think Bruce Bochy would have gone there unless they redid the pitching. There's a lot of new there right now. New manager, almost all new rotation. Um, I, I do think Semyon Seeger, they're going to be better this year than they were last year. I'm, I'm still bullish on Texas. I, I, I'm not going to rule out Jake after one bad start, but it was a bad start, and it was – ill-timed uh he's only gonna have 12 jp he's only gonna have 12 starts and this is one of them okay there i i I led i led that that fastball right down the right down the plate for you on that one that was a group pitch oh my god see if you could run from it and pull it back that was that was no movement that was a flat all right last one for you jp we talk about volpe a bit i mean for folks just getting into opening day and what we're expecting uh you got another prospect or two that people need to uh uh, raise their eyebrows on and and expect great things from. For me, it's Jordan Walker in St. Louis. I, sure. I, I think he's going to be one of the one of the great talents in the game for a long time. I would add as well someone who got in off the bench and made his debut today for the White Sox, Oscar Colas. Yeah. Someone that uh, I, and you know that that franchise well. They need a spark. New manager. They get a big win today in Houston. Uh, Colas gets involved. I, I I think that that team after really. Everything went wrong for them a year ago. They're going to be a better ball club. I think Andrew Vaughn had a nice season opener today. I'm, I'm a big believer in the payload. So I've got Oscar Colas as being someone that we're going to be hearing from a lot during the course of the season. 
You can follow him on Twitter at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi, MLB Network. Uh, he was right for once in his life. So here you go, JP. Here's your here's a song we're playing you off with for once in my life by Stevie Wonder. That's what I was trying to sing earlier, <laughs> but the problem is I have no singing voice. And that's so okay. I love it. I love it. And by the way, uh, to all of you, you all have, at least if, if you're in the Eastern time zone, 24 more minutes to wish the doctors in your life a happy <laughs> National Doctors Day. Well unless, done, JP. Unless you want to be sleeping in the garage like John Morosi. Uh, yeah, I, I will I will not be providing an update for you on that one. I can assure you that. <laughs> people, people he has wished happy Doctors Day to. Uh, Anthony oh, Volpe's parents, Dr. Drake Ramore, Joey Tribbiani from Friends, and then his wife. His wife uh, multiple happy. times on the show, though. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. We'll talk to you next I week. Happy opening day. See you, buddy. All the best. Happy opening day. Thanks so much. Thanks, oh, Thanks JP. JP. Best TV Wonder song by far. Not even close. Yeah. Oh. What about I just called to say I love you? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Is your daughter, is she in a coma? I'm sorry. Is she in a coma? I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.